0: Once again, we find ourselves lost in space with the tribe of the Ironlands aboard whatever the ship is called. We don't think we actually have a name for this ship yet. With KB, our artificial intelligence. Uh, With me today, hello everyone, by the way. My name is Sergio. I am your, uh, your host. And with me today is my
1: elusive friend. (laughs) Caleb. How are you, Caleb? Doing well. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to check out Starforge, finally be a part of it. That's right, this Uh, is your first session. Yeah, I'm excited to bring all of my bad roles to space. It feels like (laughs) a new frontier for my terrible hard misses. (laughs) I think it's going to be great. Have you ever played any space TTRPGs in the past? So you know what? I have been trying to run a game of Starfinder that I wrote like three years back mm. for a century. And I've just never found a party for it. So I've never got the opportunity to do space. But if I ever did, like I, I have this space western idea that I've tooled around mm. for forever. And I love the genre. I love I, I love science fiction light when it comes to space. I'm way more Han Solo than I am Captain Kirk. But I see. God, I love it. Yeah,
0: you're more Star Wars than Star Trek.
1: Exactly, yeah. yeah. I see. I I like the fancy robes and the making no sense about any sort of lore. You know, big creepy aliens that don't speak the language. Uh, It's it's funny because I I, I kind of feel like the same way where
0: I love Star Trek. Uh, I really do like a lot about it and, you know, some of the more hard science and morality tales and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think a perfect future space world is the fantastic technology looks like magic type of yeah. aesthetic.
1: You know what I mean? It should be mystical. Mm. It should be something that feels otherworldly. Yeah. I, I love Star Trek, but so much of it feels like modern day. Like, oh, yes, I could totally see how that becomes the philosophy, how that becomes our world. Star Wars, none of it makes sense. We're all wearing parachute pants right. and shooting lasers, right. like incredible.
0: <laughs> what would you say our Starforged world is? Because we have people who just emerged out of a, a, a Iron Age-like society and are now riding around in a starship. And it reminds me of like a 60s or 70s, uh, you know,
1: like yeah. 70s movie. Right, it feels a little like Flash Gordon b movie you know like reminiscent of the the lost in time or uh Battlestar galactica you know, people, Battlestar galactica 100% you know people who are drawn out of a life and brought into this uh high fantasy environment um i i'm totally thinking uh you know b movie roots of yeah. of uh you know big tin space cans and well, David Bowie songs.
0: With those B-movie roots in mind, let us jump in and see what we can do to, to help the, the people of the Iron Lands. So, to recap, last session with Allegra uh, had its ups and downs. The downside was that our fearless leader, Ashana, on a previous mission, I think with Amanda, got bit by something. It was like a little raptor creature. And that creature threw rolls. We realized had given us some kind of disease, some kind of sickness. And the roles were just not with us. And it ended with Ashana in cryostasis, just like her wife, Ela, um, uh, or, or I forget what her name is. Anyway, I think it
1: was Ila. Right? Yeah,
0: it was something like that. Uh, hopefully, we see them again. The point yeah. is, <laughs> we had to make a new character. And so we created yeah. this character, Nikata who is kind of the opposite of Ishana. They are not a fighter. Uh, according to their, uh, their assets, they're a naturalist. Uh, they brought along with them an upgrade to the ship's engine, and they have slightly different goals. First of all, a major goal of theirs is to find a cure for Ishana, which we have no progress on, but thankfully it's only a dangerous quest. We have the much more extreme quest of finding a new home for the Ironlanders tribe, something that is kind of always eluding us, unfortunately. <laughs> and then finally, there is our current trajectory heading to the planet Sealy, uh, which we, as players, know some stuff about, but as characters, we don't know much about. Yeah. We survived a, a quick skirmish with some pirates that are out here, scavengers more than anything. They really didn't put up much of a threat, and we mostly just ran away from them. Uh, unfortunately, in the process, we lost an ally uh, or uh, uh, <laughs> we called him Jenkins or something like that, you know, went out with the space shotgun and died, saving us.
1: He was our red shirt. He was we our lost red shirt, him but
0: we lost a shotgun, the only shotgun we had. We lost a spacesuit. Oh. I think one of three that we have, and we uh, lost an Ironlander. We now have only forty nine or forty eight, you know, people left. Mm. So, um, Nik- Nikata took a lot of spiritual uh, punishment for that. Their spirits at it too, but we find ourselves at the, at the end of that. You know, maybe we've been traveling for a little bit of time and. Um, we know that we have four progress on our quest to Sealy we could right now if we wanted to get to Sealy the chances of it being all rosy is probably minimal because we only have four progress or if you'd Mm -hmm. like you could continue to undertake an expedition
1: or do something else entirely Uh, the floor is yours I'm of the belief that we need to get to Sealy I want to see this place Okay. I mean, let's let's make an adventure out of this. Uh it would not be a session with me if we didn't try and kill somebody. So Alright, so you're saying uh, that with four progress, you're gonna
0: roll two D ten and see if you can beat the the progress of traveling to
1: Seeley. That's exactly what I'm saying. You wild man, let's, let's do, do it. Do it. <laughs> okay. Alright, give me one second, my keyboards screwing out on that you. old keyboard if you want i could always yep. do it for you too yeah if you don't mind
0: let's see right roll 2d 2d10 for the first time in iron sworn starforge history i am taking over i am rolling the dice i am the captain now let's see
1: what we get we got i'm a... sure it'll be better than whatever i would roll Well I'll say through. this i'm all about it
0: it's a 5 and a 3 which is oh. not
1: bad Yeah, that is considered
0: a weak hit. Let me pull up our uh, manual. I'm going to look at the moves here on page 224. Uh, We are completing a. Let's see, we are gathering information, fulfilling. We're kind of fulfilling the vow, but let me quickly make sure. There's not a... Oh, exploration. Finish an expedition, okay? Perfect. when you When your expedition comes to an end, roll the challenge die, which we did. On a weak hit, you reach your destination or complete your survey. You may mark a reward on your discoveries legacy track. Uh, this was a... This was a... We can figure that out now. This was a formidable journey, so we're going to mark one progress in our... Uh, in our destiny, in our discovery legacy, but Beautiful. you face an unforeseen complication at the end of your expedition. Make the oh. make the legacy reward one rank lower, and envision what you encounter. So that means that let me go to the traveling to Seeley. Uh, I'm sorry, we're gonna go to our progress. We have oh, I guess we don't we didn't add that. We'll just do discovery right now. And we are not giving it a challenge rating, but we're saying um, it would have been one, but we're breaking it in half, so it's only two. Uh, So what that means now is... What is that unforeseen complication at the end of the expedition?
1: Oh, uh, okay. In my mind, and hopefully this works for you, I was envisioning a a big uh, storm. Like a nebulous storm, big ol' like meteorites and dust and swirling space lightning and, and all manner of uh, uh, of weather that 's mm. happening out, and that 's orbiting Sealy, uh, so the expedition goes fine, goes swimmingly we 're we're uh, with an incredible pilot, obviously, but by the time we arrive at the actual orbit of the planet, we find that there 's this massive storm circulating the entire. Uh, planet
0: I, I love that idea i think that is interesting i've moved uh the little red marker that kind of denotes where we are uh too seely uh yeah I, I imagine we come out of jump and it's right into the storm uh and it's like no storm we've ever seen you know with 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 using radiation and magnetism and stuff uh we do, we have no idea what it what it would do to us um exactly i think facing danger uh but let's trying to think what is the best move here because facing danger makes sense mm-hmm. um I think that is best to kind of define just how bad this is or if we're ever if we're able if we are able to kind of maneuver around it right mm-hmm. so let's have you face danger uh how are you doing this with
1: what attribute um um Remind me again how edge is is sort of codified. What is that edge is the is the
0: dexterity, um, mobility, agility, speed attribute, and it's probably her Nakata's highest
1: um, attribute, I believe. Right. So I, I was thinking in terms of that some dexterous flying. I think we come out of out of jump. Uh, and immediately it's one of those we've got things flying at our our, uh, ship immediately you know, we're we're having to veer right and then pull back in and uh, practice all these evasive maneuvers to get around each of the the flying objects that orbit around the planet, so I think it's all some clever, crafty, quick piloting on Nakata's uh, uh, side of things
0: Let's see how they do,
1: roll plus edge I will do that Uh, let's see how my rolls are treating me today. Oh, alright. Well. Okay. That's a complication. I don't even know what the fuck that does. I think that's maybe the first I've ever... Is that like a nat one? That is a critical failure. Yes, sir. Oh, Oh, my God.
0: So on a miss, you fail. Or a momentary success is undermined by a dire turn of events. Let's pay the price. Uh, 239.
1: Roll a D100 and let's see what you get. I mean, if this isn't a crash landing, then this is not (laughs) not the Space Western I signed up for. We're at a 65. Your
0: vehicle suffers damage. Oh, there you go. So it's, uh,
1: This is exactly what I wanted.
0: Yeah, it sounds like the storm is, you know, although you're maneuvering around it, there's these long strands of some kind of electricity or something that is striking the ship.
1: The ship... Yeah, I, go ahead. I think maybe it even pierces a hull. Like we get shot with a piece of lightning that chips the wing or, or, or something to that effect where we're actually jostled and opened up.
0: We are going to make a move that I don't think we've done yet where your ship is going to withstand damage. When your vehicle faces a damaging situation or environment, you're going to suffer minus one integrity for minor damage, minus two for serious damage, or minus three for major. Let's classify this... Unless you want to. I think minus one is probably fine. These are strikes to the ship. Yeah. Yeah. So what you're going to do just like when you lose health or something you're going to go to the character sheet and you're going, right. to, going to reduce under your assets you're going to reduce the ship's uh, integrity from five i think it is to four okay okay now that you've done that, you will roll plus integrity but because we don't we have kind of a a character sheet that's more iron swarm built if you want to just roll mm-hmm. um uh, what is it roll uh, it would be roll a d6 plus four and then roll 2d10
1: so the 1d6 plus four is a nine okay. total and then roll 2d10 two two we're looking at a nine total which is a four and a five A
0: four and a five interesting it was well f- never mind four and a five is a strong hit uh, so the ship is probably fine on a strong hit you either bypass the damage and you can raise the integrity of the ship back up to one or you can
1: keep that damage but ride the momentum uh, take plus one momentum I want to take the momentum I think we take that wing hit uh, and we start to go into sort of a spiral but Nakata is such an exceptional pilot it doesn't really matter to her in the long run it's more about getting to the planet's surface in this uh Storm. So we're going to take the momentum. Okay. So we increase the
0: momentum to one, and the ship's integrity remains at four. Perfect. So if you have it yep. So you increase that uh, momentum, and we're here. We see the, the the planet now. Something that we discussed in session zero, which you were not here for, is that Celi is not uninhabited. Um, Celi is supposedly inhabited by vampires. Don't do this to me. Uh, and oh. and what that means, I don't necessarily know if it's a, a, a whole um, culture of vampires or if they're just kind of rabid animals. But the point yeah, is, is like, that, go ahead. Are we
1: are we talking like Dracula's, like old uh, Eastern European men in robes, or are we talking like like mythical? Like there are Polish vampires, which are just sure. creatures that you know are ten feet tall and made of flesh and. Like think that there's energy vampires that just drain there's you energy. know
0: drain, drain the life yeah. out of that way yeah. exactly yeah I think it's whatever you want it to be and the key thing we have to remember though is that I don't think uh, uh, the Ironlanders understand this I don't think they know about this no it's something for that maybe sure not. maybe through roles we can we can find out whether they figure it out or not but there is also an orbiting moon uh, called Sirius. And we could always explore that as well. Um, hmm. I like the idea of this kind of creepy vampire planet surrounded by a storm. And maybe that, maybe there's no sunlight coming in uh, for that yeah. reason. The storm is surrounding oh. the planet.
1: The storm keeps them safe. It blocks out any sunlight. Hmm. Oh, I love that. Um, so- I think the idea of going to this moon might be really interesting, honestly, because... You know, we're seeing this storm, the storm chips the wing, we're losing traction, we're barreling through it, and, and, you know, we see some danger and think, well, we can bypass it by making it to the moon first and waiting for safe passage into Seelie. You know, reassess on the surface of Sirius. Gotcha. So, we're heading to Sirius first. Yeah.
0: What do you want to do as the ship cruises and begins to orbit Sirius? Are we
1: landing? Are we doing any kind of reconnaissance? Hmm. Um. I want to recon on Seeley. I think that uh, Nakata does not want to risk losing any additional people. Our spirit is low. Mm-hmm. Our, our uh, uh, fearless leader is in cryospace. Uh, I mean... It's a dire situation, and she doesn't want to risk losing any more morale. With that in mind, she's looking for a careful entry into Seely that will let her fly in under the radar and safe from the storm. Okay. She is... They. Are... I think actually
0: Allegra decided that uh, uh, Nikata was... Uh... Did not uh, identify male or female, so they um, are probably right. gathering information. Then, um, let's see real quick. You you could also explore a waypoint, but we've it's not really a waypoint. It's kind of our destination. Uh, let's see. Face danger, compel. Yeah, we could attempt to gather information. You would be making a wits roll if you were doing that. Um, yeah. Let's, also, let's give it a try. Let's also look at the assets because you have the naturalist. If you secure an advantage or gather information uh, using your knowledge of life forms or planet-side ecosystems, you can add plus one and plus one momentum on a hit. Oh. So go ahead and make that wits roll and add plus one to it. Okay. Not a bad asset. A weak hit. There we go. weak take hit. It. Let me make sure the audience can see this. There we go. Weak hit. Let's look at what that means. On a strong... Let's see. On a weak hit, the information provides new insight, but also complicates your quest. Envision what you discover, then take plus one momentum.
1: Oh. Okay. Um... Let me hit the momentum first, and then I'll let my brain simmer. Okay. Uh, So I think that we see a way in. I think that it's just more perilous than we were thinking. Um, I think that maybe we see an enemy ship, maybe one of the vampire ships, whatever it may be, uh, is in the similar pocket within the storm right so we found this entry point and maybe it's the entry point for all of the the people from sealy or the vampires moving in and out throughout the space system uh but in order to get through that pocket and get to the surface safely we're going to have to get around that ship Hmm. okay what do you think
0: sounds interesting so there is a there is an enemy ship Sounds like you're deciding that the, the vampires kind of run it. L- we- the information provides new insight, but also complicates your quest. Okay, so it sounds like then, what would you optimally like to do? Try to get around them without them seeing
1: you? Yeah, I think this is a stealth flight. Okay. I think that Nakata is trying to, to get in under their their eyes. It sounds to me you're like you're trying to secure an advantage. And how are you
0: trying to do this? If you're trying to do it with stealth, you'd have to roll plus shadow. Uh,
1: yeah, I think... Ooh, well, damn, Allegra. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you could use a plus one
0: to secure this advantage, but you'd have to kind of give me the naturalist angle. What, 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 is, what is the knowledge that this person is getting um, from, from their naturalist education that is giving them this advantage or
1: possibly giving them the advantage. You you know, the ecosystem of the storm, maybe Nakata recognizes the flow of the the wind patterns. I mean, there is no wind in space, right? But maybe they understand how the nebulas pass and the nebulas are responsible for the storm. And so maybe it's like getting caught in the current of a river. If you slingshot yourself from the right vantage point, you go quick enough that... Uh, you, you could slide by uh, without being noticed. Okay. So that's my thought is that she's looking for the exact time and place to shoot herself through the current of the storm All right. and pass the uh, ship.
0: I think you should definitely get that plus one, but it sounds like to me you're kind of using your wits yeah. to secure the advantage. Uh, so, you're not necessarily hidden. So, let's say that if you don't roll particularly well, it's prob- they're probably going to notice you, right? Yeah. So, roll plus wits, plus one, to secure the advantage, and let's see how you do.
1: Ooh! An opportunity! That's a critical which, success. Wow, my rolls are all over the place today. <laughs>
0: On a strong hit, you can take both. Plus two momentum... And plus oh. one on your next move that is not a progress move, and I'll let you know if that is or not. Incredible. But. So plus two momentum and plus one on your next move. So it, it works. You get you go into the storm and it it covers the ship enough that the it doesn't appear as if they notice you. Perfect. It's probably a lot of, uh, you know, uh, transmission issues or, you know, I mean to say that, like, radio probably doesn't work very well and that kind of stuff. Yeah. In the
1: storm. Yeah, the white noise brought by the storm, uh, causes sort of a dark, uh, spot. Okay.
0: You get past this person. You are now descending into the atmosphere of Sealy. We decided that Sealy, I don't think, has a habitable atmosphere.
1: Ugh. Oh, this is getting better and better.
0: <laughs> I... The question then becomes: Why are we here? Is there something that has brought us here? Is there uh, uh, a signal or something
1: that is driving us to check out Sealy? I was thinking in my mind that maybe we had some sort of transmission logged on the ship, or or amongst ah. one of us, maybe from our travels that informed us that on the surface of Sealy somewhere there are star maps to a star gate oh. to, to a sort of uh, a transferal out of this system. Um, I think this sort of place has not been good to us so far, and it doesn't look like Sealy's going to be any fucking better. So I think we're hinging our hopes on the fact that we can get to the star map, find the gate, and blow the fuck out of here as fast as we can. I, I
0: love that because it, it you know... Does, it makes it not impossible to get out of this sector of the Forge. We've described before that we're like in the middle of nowhere, you know, uh, uh, the country basically of the Forge, where or big organizations like the Jungle do their experiments and stuff. So yeah. it, it, it's a great opportunity to kind of make some progress in our search for a new home. Um, and the way I think we could also justify that is I think in session... One maybe in session zero no no no, excuse me it was the last session with Amanda in Ironsworn we decided that the ship had some coordinates already in it like it was destined to go somewhere anyway maybe it was heading to Sealy there we go that works perfectly all right so we have our objective maybe we need to create a new vow here Uh, we need to find those star maps right yep how difficult of a quest do you think
1: this might be Oh, man. I don't think my gut wanted to say dangerous because it's a little easier, but in my mind, they're probably formidable, right? Well, I mean, maybe we can go to formidable
0: if stuff just keeps getting worse and worse. But Mm -hmm. this is a matter of finding a coordinate on a planet, which can't be that hard. And and we have it. Right, right. Uh, essentially. We were sent here. We know what we're looking for. So the hard part is going to be being covert, being quiet, getting in and out quickly uh, because we really don't have a battleship. Our ship is not particularly good at combat. So... Right. um, That is our new vow. We'll keep it at dangerous. I put the menace as the space vampires. uh, So any failure we make is going to go one tick closer towards them succeeding against us. Additionally, we have that find a cure for Ashana. Um, hmm. So keep that in mind. Maybe we find something on this on this planet, but sounds like we're going to try to fo- get to this coordinate and land. So I think that we should face danger, or maybe we can gather information to take a more tactical approach. But facing danger makes sense to just kind of find the coordinate and land and, and see what happens.
1: Yeah. What are you thinking? I'm thinking face danger let's do it Okay. Uh, with I've what got attribute plus we one on this roll right because of my secure the advantage from before
0: uh, yes that's right you do
1: okay perfect I, I think we're going to go with Edge I think that Nikita's uh, Nikita's very happy that she pulled off the stealth mission in the first place to get past that first ship and now they're uh, not going to try their luck they're going to fly as fast as they can to the surface of the planet got it Let us
0: have you, um... It sounds like you're rolling with edge, then. Yeah. Okay. Plus edge, plus one. A strong hit. Nice. Strong hit. That's good. On a strong hit, you are successful. Take plus one momentum. So increase that momentum, and describe to me where is it that we land? What does it look like? you want to roll for it?
1: Oh, man. Um... I mean, I'm picturing like, uh, you know, the entrance to Dagobah, uh, you know, the big, the big fog and everything. Um, But I mean, we've got to give it some sort of Barovia vibes, too. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm thinking big, uh, like, canyons, like huge uh, crevices of of rock. Right. Um, That are like gray soot, purely gray. Um, and the surface of the planet all mirrors that same sort of gray. It almost looks like the dust of the nebula that surrounds the planet of Sealy is what coats the uh, layers of rock that mm. makes up its surface. So you're almost stepping on nebulae as you, uh, you know, walk on the surface That's of Sealy. Cool. Um, And I think that there is water that runs through some of the canyons, uh, some of the mountainous uh, regions, but I think the water is, like, eerily black. Uh, Cannot see past the surface, constantly with this level of fog that runs over the top of it. Um, Not swampy, it's more like marshlands. I see. Uh, Think of, like... um, I think it's Return of the King when they're walking through the marshlands and the bodies are underneath the water. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm thinking that level of water where it's it's sort of half terrain and then it dips into these deep uh, pools and ponds and lakes. Um, And I think we got to make it inhospitable too. So I think that um, there's less air most likely. Yeah, not a lot of oxygen. Maybe there's some kind of poisonous uh, air too. Yeah, yeah, so maybe I'm thinking like you can see the gas or some mm-hmm. level of that in the air. You know it's not safe to to breathe. But then so what are we what are we going to? What are we
0: landing in front of that we know has these star maps?
1: Oh man. Um Okay, uh, go with me. Hopefully, you like this. Uh, I'm just thinking of Vampire the Masquerade at this point. Um, I think that it's an old settlement, uh, like whatever the vampires used to be. This is where we're landing. Their mm. architecture—think uh, of like a uh, like a town that's been completely abandoned. We're we're landing in a ghost colony. Um, Uh, I'm thinking like brutalist buildings and outposts and uh, research centers and clearly they were studying something here before they became whatever they are now interesting you know
0: there is one type of um, element of Starforge that we have not yet really explored and that is the uh, where is it they're called they're called vaults precursor vaults and let me go to the page real quick they're basically dungeons um, that have to do with uh, pre-civilizations or, or you know, ancient civilizations. Um, if we wanted to, we could make this something like that, and it would be a little bit of a dungeon delve. Uh, but otherwise, it can just be a small little house, and maybe there's just a couple vampires to interact with or something
1: hey i'm I'm all about interacting with new parts of the game I totally want to see what this is okay uh, let's make it a vault okay cool so let's
0: decide we have decided that it's planet side let's decide its scale uh and its form roll 2d hundreds and okay.
1: let's see what you get so I've got a 28 and a 97.
0: With a twenty-eight, is it, it is a minor confined space, and the ninety-seven, it is an incomprehensible form. Its form is incomprehensible, but its scale Ooh. is minor and confined. Ooh, I love that. Well, That's bizarre. I don't even know where to begin. Let's let's go with the 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 shape of this vault. Roll another d hundred. Okay. Sixty-five again. Uh, spires or towers.
1: That's exactly what I was thinking too. Is oh, like, really? Um, do you uh, you've seen like brutalist architecture where it's all overlapping boxes and rectangles and yeah, uh, like that's exactly what I'm thinking. Um, it reminds me I a lot that- of like Lovecraftian. Uh, uh, you know, he always described cyclopean, you know, buildings and stuff yeah. like that. Exactly, yeah, uh, uh, right, right, what I'm thinking too is like um, uh, there's that game control too, where the mm. it takes place inside of the Federal Bureau of Investigation but yeah, it's constantly moving, and the rectangles are shifting like jenga pieces. Yes, uh, I think that could be a part of our um, you know the, the building can't be understood level is maybe it's constantly shifting and moving mm. on its own. And just when you think you found a door, it shuts itself closed and, uh, you know, it it never stays the same for more than a second.
0: I'm getting kind of a TARDIS, like you said, control vibe where it's like it's incomprehensible because on the outside it looks like a, a a little spike or a little tower and you go inside and it's incomprehensibly big. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. What about a uh, the, the material? Let's roll a D100 and decide what material this place is made of. This is a really
1: cool little series mm. of tables. Mm. Like, this is rocking to put together. Would you get a three? Yeah, I got a three. Metallic, industrial.
0: Oh, perfect. Okay, totally so I think that's what we're doing. That's interesting. Um, a, an industrial metallic like place. There is an outer first look. Um, that maybe would help us. If you want to roll one last D-100. Yeah, let's,
1: let's just see, see what it's got.
0: 67. Okay. Perfectly preserved is, is all that it says. Oh. So whatever it's it is, it's, it doesn't appear to be run down.
1: Got it. So oh, with I all of that.
0: this in mind, paint us a little bit of a picture, you know, of... of uh, first of all, I think we can assume that Nikata probably puts on a spacesuit and yeah. do they go by themselves? They do have the ability to bring at least one other
1: person with them. Oh, I mean, it's space fantasy. We got to bring a red shirt. Okay, um, so we'll bring we, we a definitely friend. bring some some crew members. Yeah, all right. So I think we only bring one because we've got three suits. We can't sacrifice we, all three.
0: We we only have two suits because I think oh. the guy was lost <laughs> had one.
1: Never mind. So, so with only two th- suits nakata plays recon alone here, ah then. okay uh we can't sacrifice both suits there's just no way nakata would let that All happen right. for the crew I, I like that mindset paint us the picture of walking into this precursor vault um well i think first off as soon as she the, as soon as they step off the uh the uh, ship, the the boot prints on this sort of nebula surface. I think as soon as the feet disturb the surface of the planet, the nebula starts to float and joins back into space. So with every step, you have this drifting sort of floating uh, dust and ether that follows you through. Mm -hmm. And with each approach to the obelisk or or the, the tower that we're about to enter, it... Uh, has this sort of optical illusion where it doesn't actually change size, but with every step it feels bigger in front of you. Mm. Uh, It's almost like uh, even though you've closed an incredible amount of distance, it feels like you teleported in front of it. Um, And then there's no real door as it shifts and changes, but um, you're enveloped by it almost. Uh, like, just by the mere fact of walking towards it, you're inside of it. It's like passing uh, through a membrane or something. Exactly, right. Mm-hmm. There's this sort of ether uh, uh, surrounding it where you permeate it and become a part of the inside I think. I like the
0: Commodore's uh, explanation that it's a live Escher painting. I, I think that's a, a good way of describing it.
1: Totally, totally. I'm thinking like the impossible staircase or, mm-hmm. or the, the triangle that you know never ends. Uh, all those things that are, they look as though they could exist in real life, but when you look for too long, it makes no sense. Right. So we have done the exterior look,
0: and we have entered the site. Uh, Generally you check the inner first look table on page 194 for initial impressions of what lies within. So let's roll Uh a, uh, let's go to 194 which we're at, roll a D-100 and let's
1: get our inner first look. We are rocking with the 66. Hovering around those 60s. I know, we've counted basically, 65, 66, 67.
0: This is perfect. Scale does not match
1: exterior. Yeah. There you go. it's crazy how this game really maps fate. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it always seems to ha- know what I'm thinking before
0: I think it. So now that we have explained, you know, you you walk into this much larger space inside the uh, the 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 vault. Um, when you explore further, you're going to undertake an expedition. Um, right. As you delve deeper into the vault, uh, the corruption and strangeness, the strangeness of the place might take hold. Use the sanctum features on page one ninety eight. But in the meantime, we're going to page 196, and we are going to undertake an expedition. Um, Let's remember 196. I'm going to write this down so we don't forget. But we're going to go to our moves, and we're going to undertake that expedition. So, with what stat are you using? Edge, shadow, or wits?
1: Hmm. Uh, I think edge. I think that, you know, I'm trying to move quick, stay out of the eye of anyone that's on the surface, and whatever's inside of here, too. Uh, Cover as much ground as I can and uh, report back to the ship when I'm done. Roll that edge, and let's see how you do. All righty. Ooh! An opportunity! Oh, this is is exciting. Okay.
0: On a strong hit, you reach a waypoint, envision the location, and mark progress per the rank of your expedition. So first, we... Um, let's just say find those star maps is uh-huh. is is part of this. Um, this place is dangerous. I don't think there's any reason yet to increase the difficulty of it. Um, but we'll say yeah. that we're traversing this vault, and we have just made progress, which means two check marks. Two full boxes. Perfect. And, um, we reach a waypoint. Let me, uh, 196 is the page that has the vault interior features. You can either decide what we come upon, or we can roll to see what we come upon a waypoint of some kind.
1: So, I was thinking that we come upon a room that shifts gravity completely. Um... Mm. So I, I think we step into this room and then sort of almost flip in the air and then end up landing on the ceiling. And, uh, you know, uh, Nakata starts to realize that the 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 room only continues if you're moving from the top of the, the room from here on out. There's a whole different world and subsection of the building that's made on its ceiling. I, so she's rocked across, and she hits her back against the top of the ceiling and has to ground herself and and stand up. I love that idea.
0: um, Because we rolled with an opportunity, roll a d100 and we'll find an interior opportunity. Perfect. Hopefully it's something helpful. A two. A two. A clue points the way to your destination or target.
1: Oh. Um... I think that maybe there's a like a straight shot. Now of course it's deceptively straight shot from here because this building being such it is mm-hmm. that there's no guarantee that that straight shot is going to maintain the entire way. But I think as soon as she uh, they're ported back onto the the top of the ceiling, they ground themselves and pick themselves back up and fix their helmet, they're checking for leaks to make sure they're not going to die in here from some uh, break to the, the suit. right? And as soon as they uh, regain focus and look up, they see that there's this massive, I'm thinking like supercomputer uh, in this far off room at the very end of this massive hallway uh, that sort of domes out down into this uh, subsection where uh, it's like a, a circular uh, data point or, or module workstation, right? And then at the centers, there's this very large black crystal um, that projects light. It's sort of like mm. a prism when uh, presented with this light. And I think that Nakata recognizes this as a star map, um, that when light is projected onto it at the exact right position using the data pad, using the coordinates given to us on the spaceship, we see the, the star map it's trying to... Uh, give us, sort of like a planetarium almost, uh, in function that's
0: very cool, with that said we have not found our objective yet, because we have not made enough progress to do so that's so fair. we can come upon that but it's gotta be missing something, maybe it's missing something, you know you you maybe uh, Nakata tries to access it and use it, but there's something about it that's not working
1: my mind, in my mind at least I was thinking that we're way far away from actually getting into the room. Oh, I see. We're just aware of where it is. Okay. Uh, We we could even have this moment where she goes, oh, or I'm sorry, they go, oh my god, I found it, and they go running down the hallway as fast as they can, and then the wall shuts in in front of them. Mm. Uh, So they know where it is, they don't know how to trick this building into letting them into that room. Gotcha. Wow, very house of mirrors type of stuff we're doing here. Yeah.
0: I think the only sensible thing is we continue to undertake our expedition. Are we moving Mm -hmm. with edge,
1: shadow, or wits? I think we're going to continue with edge. I think that right now, Nakata is hoping that they can outrun whatever weird riddles and machinations there are for blocking off these entrances. They're relying on how quick they are. They're hoping they're fast. Roll plus edge. Let's see how Um, we do. um, Oh, okay. Uh, If you'd like... so much momentum, I'll burn it. Okay. Um, uh, we are going it.
0: to burn that momentum, which means, let's see, burn. It's going to reduce to two, uh, but that is going to be a strong hit. On a I'm strong hit, you reach a waypoint, envision the location, and mark progress per the rank of the expedition. Another two marks of progress and a uh-huh. new opportunity, or, or excuse me, a new waypoint, uh, which we could roll for if you'd like. Yeah, yeah, let's roll for it. Okay, so let's see. Going to... uh, Let's just do a description. Roll another D100, an interior feature. 21. 21, elevated path over chasm or shaft.
1: An elevated path over chasm or shaft. I think that maybe... uh... Nikata finds a way through that shows that supercomputer again that crystal in the center um, but it is almost like a uh, like a, a uh, God I'm thinking diehard what what is that a ventilation shaft okay almost? okay it's, it's about that size where they have to get into a uh, an army crawl just to get okay. through this very claustrophobic brutalist uh you know the the room rectangles to get to the other side as they're seeing the uh the room again and i think it's it's terrifying because with every step of that army crawl there's another aspect of the rectangles moving mm. and vibrating and threatening to close on uh Nakata. Any moment. I
0: also like but. to think that, like you know, Nikata was unable to get closer to the computer, so they make a left or something, and all of a sudden they're going in a in a uh, a, a hole or a tube that is like above where they just saw, like the you know the positioning is impossible, and yet it's happening nonetheless.
1: Yeah, yeah. there's somehow worlds closer than they ever were just half a second ago but now they're leagues above it instead of below it and like the, the gravity of it and the physics of it makes no sense to them we could continue to undertake an expedition or I would argue you could try
0: to secure an advantage or gather information to like better understand the
1: physics of this place and maybe gain an advantage of some kind I think Nakata being a naturalist Like We've set a precedent this episode of them trying to outthink situations, understanding the world around them. Mm -hmm. So I I think gaining an advantage on this situation makes a lot of sense. I think that they're, after crawling through this chasm and getting into the next room, they're thinking, Okay, I got through that. Now I need to understand why this is happening. How
0: do I beat it? Right. i got to start noticing the patterns here, because there is some kind of pattern. Exactly. So it sounds to me like you're rolling plus wits. Yeah. And uh, again, you're using the naturalist angle. You can add plus one to that. Perfect. Let's see if that doesn't help. Oh, hell yeah. you're well, you're oh your, your luck is turning around, Caleb. Don't say that, Surge. No, we were
1: doing so good. <laughs> Don't say it out loud. Oh, no. On a strong oh, I hit. I got a knock on wood. Yeah, yeah. I got doomed to repeat on Sunday. <laughs> I cannot have people telling me I'm rolling good. Oh, no. You are going to take okay. plus two momentum. And on your next move, you're going to have plus one. Awesome. Okay, so we're up to plus four momentum. Good. We've got a plus one on our next roll. Um, I think we've got to continue delving. We've got to keep going forward and try and find that room. I really want to find that star map before before we quit for today. Yeah, for sure. Are we rolling with Edge, Shadow, or Wits? I think that Wits really did well for us. Uh, I think this naturalist angle is working for us. I think that they are coming to an understanding that this place exists for a reason. And it's for people to find these star maps. Mm. And so obviously there is a solution to the puzzle. And as soon as they become to the mindset that this thing isn't sentient, it's patterned. um, They're trying to figure that out. And so I think they stop for a moment and maybe they even take like a, a rock off the side and they start chalking out on the floor of the moving rectangles, uh, the patterns that it takes on the hallway. I like to think that maybe they start a chalk drawing and the rectangle fucking yeah. disappears <laughs> yeah. at the last second. They lose all work and right. they have to start again. Right. But they they're they're trying to understand it. Uh, so for my mind, I think wits. All right, let's roll plus wits. Uh, you okay. won't have a plus one on it, but let's see how you do. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I have a miss, unfortunately.
0: On a miss, you are waylaid by a crisis or arrive at a waypoint to confront an immediate hardship or threat. Do not mark progress. Pay the price. Cool. Okay. If you like, we can try to pay the price now and let's see what that does if it doesn't inform us. Roll a d100. Yeah,
1: yeah, let's roll a d100. An 18. You face the consequences
0: of an earlier choice. Oh, you face the consequences of an earlier choice. The chalk comes now, to well, life and attacks
1: you. I don't. I mean, I'm, yeah, trying, I'm yeah. struggling with what that could be. Well, I'm thinking in the context of we could either do a choice that happened down here in or or in here mm-hmm. in the obelisk, right? Um, or we could do the fact that we stealthed under that ship. I think it would be really interesting that as they're working out this chalk puzzle on the ground, it's not necessarily that they don't have the pattern down. It's that they're interrupted as they hear sounds echoing back uh, the way they came Mm. Uh, as much as the way they came as they can. Sure. The room is always changing. But I think that now the, the vampires have, uh, entered in, tracing the ship and trying to find its captain. Nakata is no longer alone in this place, is what they realized. Exactly. It, I think it's the sound of that chalk uh, echoing uh, throughout the rectangles and then as soon as the chalk comes to a screech, it's this skittering uh, from another room. Mm. It's this, this breathing and low conversation that immediately sends chills up Nakata's spine as uh, they realize that Whatever those things are, they're here. All right. We know so that they are too. I think we have to
0: face danger or mm-hmm. um, maybe try to secure an advantage to get hidden or, or stealth in some way. Uh,
1: find a place yeah. to hide. So I'm thinking narratively, this is purely as director here. I would love to see secure an advantage to hide because I think that this would be a great opportunity to finally get a look at these guys hmm. and to sort of develop what these guys look at like so I think we am going to go with secure and advantage I think that their first instinct is they're starting to understand these rectangles and the way this building works I think that they try and use it to their advantage okay. and hide behind one of the moving walls or whatever it may be and wait for the vampires to pass.
0: You, you've you convinced me that rolling plus wits makes sense instead of shadow okay. because you're kind of doing this from a naturalist angle of studying the enemy. And go ahead and gotcha. add plus one because, because you are doing that. So wits plus one. Let's see what you get. Oh, a weak hit. There right. we go. Be- better than a miss. Um, yeah, I'll take it. On a weak hit, you can only choose one. You either get plus two momentum
1: or plus one on your next move. Um, let me look at my... My momentum's not bad. It's a plus four. I'm gonna go with a plus one on my next roll because that seems to help me out a whole lot more. What do you see as you, like, hide behind a pillar or something? So, I think that the forms that we see are still vaguely humanoid, but they have become sort of bat-like in feature. Mm. I think that, um... I'm trying to remember. I think it's a Guillermo del Toro movie, but they're vampires that have lost their jaws. Almost Th- that was Blade either. Two, I think. Had oh, that? That's what it is, yeah. Blade Two. I'm thinking that sort of musculature on the face, but then it it elongates out at the ears and and has wrapped out uh, and, and sort of fanged out, so that it it really represents sort of like a vampire bat in uh, appearance but with human flesh with draped over skin and disgusting sort of waxy uh, pulled too tight uh, human flesh that, that forms out that bat-like feature. Gotcha. But outside of that they're, they're very human in uh, the rest of themselves. You know, their haunches are a little more elongated and their feet have sort of broken out of their uh, their musculature of traditional human type or humanoid type, um, they just sort of melted and changed just enough to break open their face. Right. Um, and I think that the sound of uh, uh, N- Niki- Nakata. I my own name. Nakata. I keep wanting to say Nikita because of that <laughs> damn movie. Um, Nakata, I think just the sound alone triggers them very quickly. Like they're zooming around uh, the room trying to locate that sound. Like maybe they're drawn exclusively off sonar, okay. and not off uh, sight. You and you and Commodore
0: Commodore are thinking the same thing, and it, they mentioned using echolocation. So that makes that sense to me. That is
1: my beloved partner. I would not be <laughs> surprised that they would agree <laughs> with me. Uh, So I'm glad that they're repping the the right team here. Absolutely.
0: All right. So you see from a naturalist angle, you see that they are mortal as well. I mean, you know, they are of flesh and blood. Um, So they could be beat. You know, they're, they're not some unstoppable force, at least it seems so far. With that plus one, what's the next move? How do we get out of here?
1: How do we get to the star map without getting caught by them? Yeah, you know, it's tough because I don't think we have any sort of weapon, do we? Not really.
0: Um, we did argue that the ship maybe had some laser weapons Um, that we oh. we could just say were like ranged, you know, weapons.
1: You know what, Sergio? I don't need your pity lasers, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I will earn my own goddamn lasers. I am an independent person. Mm-hmm. I'm an independent iron Ironlander exactly we we could do it on our own (laughs) so what they are going to do i think that they're i i don't know why i'm playing them so much like a wits character you know what this could probably be edge too though if i make it right i think that they are going to reveal themselves but just long enough to bolt down the hallway um and draw the attention of the the vamps right after them, the the fucking Dracul to yeah. to uh, chase after them, hoping and banking on the fact that they understand the pattern well enough and they're quick enough to dodge a rectangle at the last moment and crush one of these fuckers with the changing wall. Interesting, interesting. Um, so goading them into chasing me running down the hall, timing it just right, and hoping they get smashed by the walls closing on the other side. We could do this in
0: one roll if you want to just face danger. We could break it up in in trying to secure the advantage first and then facing the danger. Uh, We could try... See, I'm going to look at the combat moves real quick uh, because you could try to um, take decisive action... But that is a progress move, and you can't use a plus one on that. When you fight a right. battle and it happens in a blur, you could do a battle. Um, envision your objective. Uh, so that's a possible move you could do as
1: well. I think we're facing danger. I, right. I really – because I don't think we're facing them head-on yet. True. I think that we're we're trying to beat feet here and get away until we can actually take them on. This is more of a, hey, fuck you, I'm going to get to the star map first. All right, so we are just rolling edge, huh? Because we're just running as fast as we can. Yeah, as fast as we can. We're going to take that plus one from our secure the advantage. Okay. Um, I think that we definitely give a line, you know, of like, hey, idiots over here. <laughs> Whatever great, uh, uh, you know, application right. uh, they can get before running straight through. And we get a weak hit running okay. through the other side. Okay. On a weak hit, you
0: succeed, but at a troublesome cost, and you must make a suffer move of some kind. So you can either endure stress or harm, or, um, there's one other one I forget now that has been added. Uh, you can lose momentum.
1: Which of those three would you like to attempt to do in this? Ooh, can, do you think my spirit can take more stress? Well, you'd
0: have to roll either spirit or heart, and I think at this point your heart might be higher than your spirit. I think we're the same, right? Yeah, so you'd only be rolling a plus two against enduring stress.
1: Okay. Okay, this is what we're going to do. Uh, and I know that I'm notorious for doing this. And every single fucking time that I do this, I get a message from someone from Mayday <laughs> saying, hey, why do, why do you do this? Um, I think we're going to endure harm. Okay. <laughs> um, I think that it works. It works swimmingly. Like, uh, it's exactly what we want it. But the moment for the rectangle to hit hits too late by maybe half a second. I think it's this big chase, right, where the vampire's hot on our heels and the face just elongates and opens at the last second, right before the rectangle hits. We come face to face and, you know, Nakata is holding them by the collarbone, pushing them off, hoping to God that none of those jaws Ah. and massive teeth that come out get them. And thankfully, the teeth get nowhere. But what happens is, they vomit up this disgusting black-red uh, liquid that, that scars up over the collarbone of Nakata's uh, uh, spacesuit and incurs some sort of corrosive acid, like their blood is bile. And as it shoots it, it burns off and, and hurts uh, I like that. Nakata to a certain uh, aspect. All right,
0: so we'll say it's minor harm, so you're going to reduce your health from five to four. Okay. And you are going to roll plus your health to see awesome. whether you get a strong hit. Okay. It's all about the aesthetic for E for uh, oh! NICE. That's
1: On a strong been. hit,
0: you can either shake it off and regain that plus one health, or you can gain plus
1: one momentum. I think momentum. Fuck it we we can exist we're gonna take that momentum we're gonna use it we're getting to that damn star map sergio we're doing this we are ever closer we still haven't made some progress in a minute but now
0: if we wanted to we could undertake an expedition as you were now in some new space free of the
1: vampires we are undertaking that expedition before the vampires can get hot on our heels. I think they're already skittering and yelling in their own language <laughs> past the other side of the rectangle. There's now one of them squished to bits. Right. And, you know, the, the goop that comes with that sort of thing is now seeping on both sides. I think Nakata runs, I mean beats, feet trying to get out of there. All right, they uh, are rolling plus edge. Perfect. Eli says that we're going to blame the aesthetic if I don't get the star map. And I think that's fair with my fucking miss. (sighs) On a miss. Why do I play this game?
0: You are once again waylaid by a crisis or arrive at a waypoint to confront an immediate hardship or threat. Do not mark progress and pay the price. So first let's decide what is the waypoint that we reach. Okay. Okay. One ninety six. We can roll
1: for that one, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Let's do a roll. Roll a d hundred, and we'll do an interior peril. Maybe we change it up a little bit.
1: Twenty four.
0: Foes close in. Foes. What What did I say? The
1: fate of this game. I love this game to pieces because for whatever reason, it boils down storytelling so well that exactly what you think would happen is what comes to you. Yeah. Yeah. Good. How are the foes closing in? I think that obviously they live on this planet. Mm-hmm. obviously, they have an understanding of how these buildings work as well, too, no matter how bestial they've become since they've become whatever they are. um I think the smarter one on the other side, the one that was not just smashed to bits by me um has a device on his wrist. Mm. Uh, that moves the rectangles for themselves. And just when Nakata thinks that they've made some progress, that they've tricked and got the upper hand, they prove immediately that the enemy can always be smarter. And they step through the other side, the other one primed with this big rifle, uh, and the first just ready to rip and tear and and drink blood uh, and give chase to Nakata right there. I think that we come face-to-face with the other two vampires. So, are we running or are we fighting these people? You know what? We're running.
0: (laughs) Fuck that. (laughs) I I was worried you were going to say
1: the other thing. All right, we're. I I took half a look at our stats thinking, maybe, and no. (laughs) We're running. We're getting out of here.
0: So, we'll say this is technically a little bit of combat. We can get out of it if we roll well, we won't linger on it for too long. But we are. We're going to have to enter the fray uh, when you initiate combat or are forced into a fight. Now, we don't necessarily say that you're fighting. We'll say that you're running more than anything, but they are chasing you. Yeah. Are you moving with edge, heart, iron, shadow, or wits?
1: (sighs) Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. And hopefully you can give me some natural bullshit for this. Because I'm going to need it, God knows. Um I think that Nakata has a fast idea. Seeing that thing on his wrist and seeing how well it works with this building, they immediately understand they're outmatched. That they're fast, but they're not that fast. Mm -hmm. They need to get that thing off his wrist immediately. For sure. So, unfortunately, that means getting close. Uh I think that they're going to give as much run and chase as they can Until they get an opportunity to trick the the vampires into either running past, running opposite, running alternative, whatever it is, they're waiting for an audible so that they can get that thing off the wrist, run through uh, and, and get out. Before right. the vampires have any chance.
0: Let's enter the fray to just set the scene and, and, and okay. decide how good or bad things are in the present moment. Sounds like you're I mean, I would argue you're you're using wits, but you could also be trying to use edge to just kind of run up
1: on them quickly. If I choose wits, are you giving me that naturalist bonus for how beautiful I'm thinking of the ecology of this planet? The problem the is the this is building
0: works. I don't think the asset gives you for face danger.
1: Okay, you bastard, then I'll just do edge. It's the same damn roll. It's three. Fine. We follow the rules
0: here at Mayday. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Weak hit. Weak hit. On a weak hit, you can choose one. You either maintain control, or you take plus two momentum. Maintain control essentially means that I can go back to... You can keep rolling and
1: making moves. If you don't have control, they make a, a move. I am maintaining control. Okay. I think that I take them into another chasm, another like shaft, another squirlier place where it's harder for them to get through with with the way that their body and their shoulders are sort of fused together in that bat like body and the webbing between their elbows, the the uh, disgusting monsters that they've become, they don't fit as well as I do ah. in places they used to. Okay. And I think I use that to my advantage to get an opportunity as that thing's crawling in after me, as it's scraping through and, and leaving claw marks along the sides of the rectangles, that maybe I have a chance to dart for the wrist, get that machine, and get out of here. So, let's see, I'm looking back
0: at our moves here. Um, we could either battle, which is to try to kind of get a particular objective, which is to get the, uh, you know, the, the wristband, or we could try uh-huh. to gain ground or strike, uh, all of those, flavor-wise, could lead us
1: towards progress and doing what we want. I think we got a battle. I think that okay. Nakata knows that this is not a fight they want to be in. Uh, that this is an objective they want to outsmart.
0: You are using
1: careful tactics
0: to outsmart your fo- foe. Roll plus wits. Okay. God help me. Oh, oh! no. On a miss. Oh! You are defeated or the objective is lost to you. Pay the price. Uh, <laughs> roll a d100. And let's see what that price is. Price is... I get it. It happens. 45. 45. A new enemy is revealed.
1: <gasps>
0: Shit. It's either more of these vampires, or it's some denizen of this vault. Yeah which could be used to your advantage if you play it right, you know,
1: distraction or something. Yeah, I think that maybe this is a, a guardian. Um, I think in the same way that the walls have served as a entrance for people who know the riddle and an uh, avoidance for people who don't, I think that a guardian reveals itself. And I'm thinking like a, a, a golem hmm. that is made of the same shifting rectangular industrial metal that everything else in this place is um, and so this constantly rectangular creature that shifts and forms cool. and moves um, and i think it <laughs> i think it's waiting at the end of this mine shaft essentially ah. this uh, sort of chasm we're stuck in the, So it's not the necessarily
0: engaging shaft. you at the moment but it's waiting at the end whoever is successful right
1: yeah, okay. it's definitely going to hit whatever comes out the other side. Meaning, unfortunately, that Nakata is sort of stuck in between a rock and a hard place. A vampire and a literal rock <laughs> man. Um, Alright, we
0: continue to try to battle or or uh, face danger. Um, we are in the middle of combat, though. Uh, with that said, it was a miss. I wonder if we lost so- our... Uh, let me let me check combat moves real quick. Uh, we tried to Our battle initiative. on a miss. You're defeated. The objective is lost to you. So basically, you don't get a hand. A hand you know, you don't get the the wristwatch. Right? Is it lost for good? Like it I... doesn't seem to be. I mean, I feel like on a miss you would lose your
1: initiative, but we could say you still have initiative. Here's the thing. You can have my initiative as long as I can still have the wrist rocket. Ah. As long as I can have the the another shot at getting that thing off his wrist, I'm okay losing the initiative.
0: We'll say that you still have the initiative, you don't have the wrist, but you can if you want to try again. Okay, so I have an opportunity. Yes.
1: Um, I think that realizing that that big hulking golem on the other side is right there, they know that more now, more than ever, it's so important to get that thing off his wrist. Okay. I think they're going to try again. All right, are you going uh, to try to battle? There's a, yeah, yeah, okay. battle absolutely. Um, and I think that this is—they're not trying to be as smart about it this time. I think it's like a swift kick in the face, as fast as they can, like little rabbit kicks, as best they can, uh, at the vampire itself to distract it and then pull the. The wrist uh data pad while they can um using edge might work rolling iron
0: probably makes more sense but i know that that stat isn't particularly good um, i'll
1: roll iron if you think that's more i mean appropriate. you know whatever you think for
0: edge you'd be fighting at range or using your speed and the environment to your advantage which i could argue you're that's probably
1: kind of what you're doing right now Yeah, like kicking him into the side of the rectangle, using the chasm, I think, is like a leverage for he's stuck, I'm not, I'm going to, you know, bounce him off the side. So let's battle with Edge. Okay, you sure that's enough justification? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't want you just to give it to me.
0: It doesn't take much to justify anything in, in this game, so okay. it's just,
1: you know. I'm just saying, Sergio, you've never given me anything that I didn't deserve in my <laughs> whole life, so don't do it now. I've got a strong hit. Nice. On a strong oh. hit, you
0: achieve your objective unconditionally. You and your allies take plus two momentum.
1: Okay. All right, so this is, how, how's this for Mayday Cinema right Okay. Now? You're going to love it. All right. Okay there's this big swift kick in the face that closes the big jaws and teeth and keeps him at bay just long enough to slip the infinity gauntlet off his wrist (laughs) and get it strapped onto mine there's a short glimpse uh, of the golem that's reaching in its big rectangular hands into the chasm and the vampire that's going for another dive a dive that looks like it's going to work this time Mm. they've got themselves stuck from the the shift, right, stuck from the uh, the chasm and brought themselves free. At the very last second, uh, Nic- Nakata slams that wrist pad and the bottom falls out underneath them just enough that they fall through the ground into another room, sealing the one above, trapping the vampire and the uh, golem up in the chasm and at least giving a small breath of air between the two. Amazing. Hopefully that works I don't know if that breaks our, our combat. That's but, a that's a great uh, moment. I love it. Um I think
0: that yeah, we're we're out of combat. We don't have to worry about this about completing it in any way. Um, we are kind of back to a safe position where I think we can continue to undertake an expedition, right? Yeah. Are we moving with edge or wits? We're moving with edge. Moving with edge, uh, and we, now we have this device that kind of helps
1: control the situation, right? Yes, yes. Because the wits are are less important now. Now that that device understands that we're a part of the community, I think we can move.
0: I think you at least freer. Ju- just because you have this device, I think we can allow a plus one uh, to that undertake as well. It's kind of a
1: rock. It's kind
0: of a you know a, a skeleton key. Yeah. To this place. It's your your captain's badge. A weak hit. Even then, it's a weak hit. Um, I know. You are going to mark progress. So let me first do that, where we now have six boxes of progress. Six out of ten. Okay. Which is pretty good. Oh, beautiful. You could roll so it I've now just, if you wanted I'd, to.
1: I need four more, right? To fill it all so, up. But, I mean, you could roll right yeah. now
0: to try to... You know, find so, the, uh, the, the the star maps now if you wanted to. W- with that, I would have what? Like a 60% chance? Yeah, 6 out of 10, yeah. Okay. So now here's the I, thing. I want The progress has to cost you in some way. You yeah. either make a suffer move, or you face a peril at the new waypoint, and then you can envision what you encounter. Oh, I... God. Um, suffer move... I...
1: Or yeah, let's a do a peril. Apparel.
0: Okay. So first let's decide what is the, what is the you know, waypoint that we come upon. Let me okay. pull up um, these... Well, I actually have interior peril. Maybe we can just... Roll that. Let's just roll that and we can decide kind of what room we come into. So roll a d100. Okay. A 17. With a 17, a dire warning is left by other explorers. A dire oh. warning left by
1: other explorers. Oh. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so I think we fall into what is like essentially like a comms room. Okay. Um, it, it's like a, a, a data pad that I think is close enough in... Culture, or at least understanding that Nakata recognizes it, mm-hmm. or feels like they could operate it. Um, I think the curiosity gets the better of them, and they they make sure first off that they can't hear the vampires or the golem, wherever that is. And once they're sure they're alone and they're blocked off in this room, there's no way they can't go through without listening back to the the logs. Okay, and I think the the logs go into the creation of. These vampires. Um, that I think. I mean. I think we're gonna call the Dracul. The Dracul. Uh, because, I like it. Yeah, the Dracul. Um, and I think it starts out as this uh, like capitalist movement of a company who came to Seeley to uh, discover, you know, the things that made the planet operate. I made- mean, there is a there is a vault here. Maybe they came to study this this vault. Exactly. Uh, And I think that it came down to the nebula storms that the vault generates, that draws. Ah. And there's a lot of power behind the nebula itself. But I think that with each new log, you know, it starts off with this scientist who's explaining how excited they are about the project, how they had, you know, uh, 200 or so members on the planet's surface, and there's more coming from the colonies, and there's going to be a whole movement to colonize the planet. Uh, and it's all hinged on this study of the vault, study of whatever is happening inside of this place, and why it brings the nebulous to them. And then it goes into sort of the minutiae of the research and everything until it hits a particular uh, data point where the breathing changes and the speech changes, and the same researcher who has been going through all of these exciting findings and these developments and these experiments Explains that there was a movement to experiment with the idea of the nebula dust as a component for genetic mutation hmm. after finding that the nebula dust could be linked to extending human life. Um, the researchers thought there was this key to immortality behind the nebula, um, and they thought the only way you could find it was by uh, modifying the human genome with that nebula dust infusing stardust into me, ah. right? um, but obviously in the next few logs it's all about how these creatures became what they are and it's it's through being infused with this dust and how it can be transfused through the blood now interesting uh, and and so that sort of explains what they are and and they give it a code name it's experiment dracul dracul um and uh the last message and i think this will be our foreboding warning i know Mm -hmm. i'm doing a huge lore dump here but (laughs) i think i think the warning is that they cannot be allowed to reach the star maps um, gotcha. For whatever reason, the researchers were worried for what would happen if that fell into their hands. So maybe they, they,
0: yeah, they put the star maps in this place that is, you know, incomprehensible and always changing. So it became very difficult to find. Yeah, I, I think this is great. This is the lore dump that we've been needing for a while. So I, I, yeah. <laughs> I love all of that. With six progress, we could attempt now to try to get these star maps. Otherwise, the only other sensible thing is we continue to undertake an Expedition.
1: Here's the thing, I don't feel comfortable with that 60% knowing my roles, and I also think that these data pads would be really good inspiration for better understanding of how to get to that room and operate it. Uh So I think using that information from the comm systems, we're going to delve just one more time, take our chances and then hope to God that we can uh, finish off the star maps after that. Okay, once again, you are going to undertake
0: an expedition. I think you can use plus one, uh, whether you're making an edge or wits roll.
1: Uh, but you okay. let me know. I think we're going to do edge okay. with that plus one, using the maps from the comms, the understanding of what's and the uh, at stake here. the wrist. Here. Yeah, and the wrist pad. Um, so let's see. Ah, A nice. strong hit.
0: Oh, thank you. Very God. good. Uh, you reach a new waypoint envision the location and mark progress on your uh, quest so now we have 8 out of 10 beautiful on that uh, progress what is the new I, place we come to
1: I think with everything we've learned and what we know about the creatures we've in, you know, uh, ran into uh, in the past here with the Dracul I think that Nakata finds that room again Uh, It's almost like fate, you know? It's like the building was waiting until we understood. Um, And the next room that we find, it's like it was always there. Like it was always on the other side of the wall. And just as that last log uh, ends and there's that earnest warning of, please, don't let them get it. Don't let them leave. Let our mistakes die on Sealy. I think the doors part and there's that black crystal looming over the the massive supercomputer, and a chance at a new life for the Ironlanders.
0: Um, All right, we can attempt right now to finish this expedition. Uh, let me confirm real quick because I know that um, being in a vault, there's a very particular way of doing this stuff. Let's see, we have. As you delve deeper into the vault, the corruption strangeness of the place takes hold. Use the Sanctum features on page 198. Let's see what that looks like. Um, Alright, let's decide... Well, we've kind of already decided what, what it looks like. There's a crystal floating in the middle of this room and a computer system. Um, let's try to finish this expedition, and hopefully the rolls are good and we can get what we want. Uh, you are going to... Uh, technically... You're fulfilling a vow in a way, too. But let's... Let's finish the expedition. Okay. Um, Roll 2d10. And you want to get at least one above an 8. Oh, my God. Good rolls. Very good. An 8 and a 5. That's a weak hit. Okay. On a weak hit, you reach your destination and complete your survey. You may mark a reward... Uh, towards your discovery legacy track Uh, but you face an unforeseen complication at the end of your expedition make the legacy legacy reward one rank lower and envision what you encounter so under your progress of discoveries you now have one full box you have technically gotten access to these star maps but what is the complication
1: oh man I mean it's poetry right um (laughs) We reach in, we get to the data pad, we uh, strike up the computer and these old ancient lights blur on these old LED screens and the, the crystal comes to light after we touch the wrist pad to the computer and, yeah. and type in the coordinates from our uh, our spaceship and immediately it shoots this planetarium view of these white light of the stars above us and you can see exactly where Sealy and Sirius sit. And there is this big, blurring, blinking light that's to the north of where we are now that signifies exactly where we're supposed to be. Uh-huh. The gate itself. Um, and just as Nakata is caught up in that vision, in that exuberance of knowing that, oh my god, there's a chance my people could live. There's a chance we could get out of this hell hall, That's when the rectangles part, the doors open, and the last surviving Dracul, uh, the one who's given us so much trouble, the smarter uh, <laughs> a gentleman with the uh, uh, the wrist gauntlet, or used to, right, uh, is carrying the the laser rifle from his dead compatriot, who still rags behind himself. Yeah, and he's battered and broken, but he is also tossing the remains of the golem down into the center. Jeez. Uh, uh, computer, Whatever he did, he took care of that thing in the other room. And now, even worse, he's come for us. Oh my gosh. That's a pretty good place to end the session. Uh, unless you <laughs> want to try to get out of here real quick. Fuck no. That's for whoever comes <laughs> next, baby. We, I did what I came to do. Eight, Those star exactly. maps were
0: recovered. You recovered the star maps. Let's make sure we mark some progress for this. So let's see. We found the star maps we fulfilled this vow um ignore that that was just me doing this um we'll clear this and we'll say that um this should mark as this should be marked as some experience uh we'll say you get um uh, i forget how exactly to mark the experience but i'll two i'll put two for now the point is is yes we got the star maps but now we have to get out of here so we'll worry oh. about that next time there is Zakia and Aaron left why don't you Ooh. roll a D4 evens oh. Aaron odds Zakia part of me just wants to pick one <laughs> if you don't like the outcome you could always pick one <laughs> uh, we've got one all right so that is uh, odds for Zakia I said right
1: yeah. Oh, Zach will be
0: great for this. Are you Zach kidding? Zach will be great. We will oh. go in next session
1: with some experience. And, oh, and a- I have to send them an apology already. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I you did bad. pretty good. You did
0: pretty good. You just went down yeah. one health.
1: Yeah, that's not so bad. But I, I, I thought, thought you had to- some
0: great, great moments.
1: Thank you. Yeah, and I, I'm glad we got some lore out. We got some momentum up. Yes.
0: We got, we're in a good place. And I've added to our map on uh, our our star map here a new location, the Stargate, uh, that if we can undertake a journey to this Stargate and get out of here, we could head to the next sector and possibly <gasps> find a new home. I will also say that these um, finding these star maps is definitely progress towards finding a new home and we'll go up one mark, so awesome. we, we are that much closer to finding a home. Um, what do you think about this whole nonsense with the uh, the the nebula dust possibly being a cure for Ashana? You mentioned it having regenerative, life extending oh. properties.
1: So I think that it's absolutely a possibility. I think that the trouble is, and and maybe we can put this, you know, sort of retrofit this into the logs that we found. Maybe there's this explanation that when the Dracul were made, it was because the company that was running this sort of capitalist venture on Uh Sealy were pressing the scientists to crunch the serum, right? They were extending medicine before it was ready. And So maybe that scientist stresses in that last uh, uh, log that there's a possibility it could work if only it was synthesized correctly. Hmm. But it would take some exceptional mind to do it. Um, And and so maybe there's uh, a name for the company or whatever it is, or the scientist, or, or maybe there's some other incredible minds that are out there in our Starforged universe, but it's going to take an Einstein yeah. to synthesize it. I'm gonna f-
0: I'm gonna mark progress for finding a cure for Ashana as it is a possible lead. Um, next session we'll decide with Zakia. Maybe she grabs a handful of space dust and you know uh, of this nebula dust and, and keeps it for someone else to study. But it's yeah. it's a step forward, and I think we we can mark yeah. that progress. So all around, a
1: lot of progress made this session. Thank you, Caleb. That was a lot of fun. Of course. Oh, it was incredible, man. This has been my my favorite session so far. Uh, I just
0: love when players take the reins and and lore dump away, because I I really think that it helps just, you know, it's so often we don't want to step on each other's toes, but it's just nice when somebody is like, this is what happens, and we just run with it.
1: Yeah. Well, it's so great having your support on it, too, because I think that we, we bounce really well in terms of making something happen that, that looks really great on paper. Right. That That's how I felt about this session is everything felt super cinematic and built our world a little bit yeah. so that, you know, maybe the Dracul come back and there, you know, there are... I'm trying to think of uh, Klingons or, sure, sure. or whatever it might be. I know? mean, they
0: do have their own ship. We've already established that, so they, yeah, could, they yeah. could follow us. Well, we'll and find they definitely out. Definitely wh- don't like us. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out what happens next week with Zakia if they can make it. Um, everyone who is watching, thank you for joining us once again. Uh, we are loving running this game. If you are enjoying us watching. There is Starforged, the Kickstarter, which I think you can, if you wanted to, now give some money and get the physical copy or the PDF. We're using the, the PDF now because the physical copy isn't out. But support yeah. independent artists. Uh, Sean Tompkins has been very kind to us, has has often retweeted us, uh, and we really appreciate that. Uh, maybe one day we can get him on here for some reason. So oh, we'll see if we can make incredible. that happen. Um, yeah. a- another way, guys, if you're enjoying us is you could support us on Patreon. Uh, We have this fun uh, thing we're doing right now. We have stickers. And if you uh, apply at the $5 range, you can get that sticker. We will mail it to you. Fun little incentive to support us. Uh, We're looking forward to seeing. We're already getting photos trickling in of our patrons showing us uh, where they are putting those stickers. So uh, thanks to you guys. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, We have no heroes you should know. We'll have oh.
1: Zakia this Friday doing an art stream, which I'm very excited about. You, you know what? We have uh, in the next two weeks, we're looking at questions that are mm. a part of our debrief for Ashoka, our, our most recent DD stream or, or podcast season. So if any of you have questions or uh, opinions or anything you thought uh, during your watch or your listen to Ashoka. Ashoka, then please send those in via Twitter, on our Patreon Discord. However you want to get to us, we'd love to answer those questions for you and then have you tune in live for when we answer them here on stream. Yeah, those um,
0: shows are going to be... Uh, next week will be the first one, and then the following week will be the second one. Uh, absolutely. And then this week is Zakia on Friday, probably around 7, with her chill art stream. Looking forward to seeing what art she makes. And... Yeah. I think that's it for now. We've got a bunch of other fun stuff coming, but yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll just oh. kind of announce it one week at a time. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again, Caleb. Thank you again, guys, for watching. And uh, we will see you next time.
1: Absolutely. Good night, Bye. guys. Bye. Bye.